I never look at follower count. Like, I just don't. Somebody's follower count doesn't interest me at all. Like, somebody's resume, none of that stuff interests me. I like doing things with likable people, interesting people. But when it's someone who's come across my radar, then I'm automatically, there's a connection, then that's who I want to do things with. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to this special edition. I've got a special guest. You guys all know her. She's Shalene Johnson. She's been around the digital marketing world for years. I can't believe we're even here. (laughs) Shalene Johnson, welcome to the channel. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation. I know, because like I'm a nobody in this space. Look at my subscriber growth, and yet here you are. This is, guys, this is super telling of how to do it, because she's not scared of the micro-nicher of the guy who's got like, so why are you even on this channel? Good question. I'm scared of phonies. It's something that I'm scared of. Like somebody's follower count doesn't interest me at all. How well somebody's known doesn't interest me at all. Whether like somebody's resume, none of that stuff interests me. I just, I like doing things with likable people, interesting people. I never look at follower count. Like I just don't. I mean, sometimes I have to when like things are presented to me or someone's pitching me to be on the show. I'm like, I just don't have time this week. But when it's someone who's come across my radar, then I'm automatically, there's a connection, then that's who I want to do things with. Yeah. So like I, guys, just so you know, watching this, like I had no previous contact with Shalene. She just popped in my Instagram one day and I'm like, what the flip? Because this again, guys, you have no clue who's watching your stuff. This interview right here is testament to that. So like, how did you even stumble upon my little reels and stuff on Instagram? The honest truth was I was looking at the amount of people who were searching for master reselling rights. And I wanted to look at what people have been, who's broken it down on video and done it well. And I watched a couple of videos of yours and you weren't breaking it down. You were selling it and if you will, or explaining what it was. And of all the people I saw who were explaining what it was, I'm like, this is how it should be done, honestly. And so I saw a few videos where I'm like, they're just not explaining what this is with an un, everyone has a bias, but they're not yeah, yeah. explaining what this is without an agenda. I have no agenda. I don't, I don't care what people sell. I just want people to have their own thing and I want people to do what uh. it's best for them. So I saw your video and then I was like, Oh, he's first of all, he's likable. I have a good radar for trustworthy people. I like real before I reached out to you, before I reached out to anyone, I deep dive. Okay. Like, who is this person? So, like, I knew that you had gone to school in Chicago, that you were a pastor. I knew that you lived in Michigan. I knew a little bit about your background. I knew that you seemed to me like at one point you were known as like the mattress guy. (laughs) So, I am very particular about where I I thought I saw you parked out front of my house, and now I know that was you. Oh my god! I was in Michigan when I stumbled upon your content. Yeah. Yeah, guys. So we're going to deep dive into, we're going to talk. People are on here. They're frustrated. They're like, Shalene Johnson, if I had a minute with her, I would just be like, spill the freaking tea. So let's talk about it. What are the three things that you see people do and you cringe and you're like, don't do this. If you're starting out social selling online, there's three things. Maybe you got two of them, maybe one, maybe three. I don't know what you prepared, but don't do this. Don't do this is just talk about your thing. Just talk about the thing that you're selling. Don't, don't do that. Like, just look. It'll kill your views on stories. If you ever do it on a feed post, it will go nowhere. Like, selling on a feed post is just an absolute 
kiss of death. What do you mean? Okay, so don't just talk about your thing. I like that. That's easy to remember. Okay, so there's stories and there's feed posts, right? So feed posts are carousel posts, reels, videos, just a single text post, whatever. That's your feed. A feed post, you should never sell. There should never be a hit the link in my bio. There just shouldn't. I mean, if you do that, you're it's a kiss of death. What you can do is create curiosity and build a rapport. So if you look at any of the posts on my page, like, you know, when I was promoting a recent launch of a one of our marketing academies, I, I didn't sell the academy. I just said, comment this word if you want more information. Okay. And, and then when people commented that word, I didn't ask them to go to a link. Then I sent them a DM telling them, Hey, I'm going to do a webinar. You're welcome to show. I'm going to explain what this is. If you want to show, you want to come to the webinar. So never, ever, ever sell in your feed post. It's okay to create curiosity around things there, but your feed posts should just be very niche related. They should solve a problem. They should be valuable, even more than valuable. They have to be like riveting and interesting. In order to capture people's attention, you've got to have a strong hook right at the beginning. And it's got to be the kind of content where people are like, this is so good. I needed to see this. Not this is pretty. This is interesting. That's great for you. People don't want that. They want like, this is so good. However, in your stories, you've got people aren't showing up enough. You know, like I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I've written two books. I have, I don't know, almost 800,000 followers. And I talk about that regularly. And it's part of my intro. It's part of my bio. I bet I could pull my Instagram followers right now. And I, I bet like less than 5% of my audience knows that. Because people don't watch you every single day. You think that they do, but they don't. So you right. can repeat this. You know, like you talked about that blouse that you just bought that you love on Monday. You can talk about it next Monday too. Because we don't see people's content every single day. Mm -hmm. So you've got to show up much more regularly in your stories. And here's what I want people to do. And here's an action step today. Here's what I want you to do. Pick one thing you're newly obsessed with other than the thing that you sell. Okay. Like whether that's Celsius or eye drops or like a a ring light, something you're newly obsessed with. That's a great price. You, You feel very confident in saying, you guys, this is a great buy that I found and talk about it. That's your assignment. Here's what's going to happen. Talk about it and don't give people the link. Yes. It's a special hack. Tell them like, I absolutely love this tripod. I went all with it. It's tiny. It can fit in a little tiny backpack or in your purse. It breaks down so small and it was super inexpensive. And you guys, it's lightweight and it's half the price of like all the other ones I see people talking about. Yeah. Now what's going to happen is people are going to DM me. They're going to reply to that story. Mm. And they're going to say, wait, who makes that? How much was it? Where did you get it? If I were to say, it's made by Joby. It was $49. I got it on Amazon. Here's the link. You have all the information. I haven't left anything to the imagination. I haven't left you curious. I've firehosed all the information to you. So I haven't given you a chance to have a conversation with me. If we have a conversation, I can then say to you, what are you going to be using it for? And you're like, well, I'm a, a wedding photographer. Then I can help you not buy this. It's not right for you. And now we have a, a serious relationship where you trust me because you're like, yeah. oh, wait, she asked me some questions and this wasn't right for me. She didn't try to sell me. When we just say, this is amazing. You need it. Here's the link. Yeah. That's selling. Yeah. You've been playing the long game for a long time because that whole strategy is all about long game. 
It's not about a quick sale. It's not about making 3% on your Amazon affiliate link on a $40 product. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So that's good. Definitely don't just be about your thing. Talk about other things. What's some other stuff uh, not to do? I would say don't use a link. I I would say don't use a, a story link. Statistically speaking, it is, if I broke down the numbers of how it diminishes your reach on stories. Huh. And if you looked at then the actual click through rate on story links, you would be horrified. You know, if you So not even like your link to your website, like, hey, follow me in my website. So stories are really just me, my personality, that's it. No, I'll explain. So so you might by the way, you might see me use a story link from time to time, but when I do that, it's just because I'm being super lazy because I really don't care. Like I might yeah. use, throw an Amazon link up there just because it's easier for me than to have a you know a million conversations yeah. with my followers. But if it's something I really am interested in helping somebody figure out if it's right for them, then I won't send them a story link. I'll say, comment this word. And you have to tell people what the word is, like comment the word. If you want to know about my private podcast that I do, comment the word Patreon. So that way I can sort through my messages and I can see anyone, I can do a couple of things. I can use an integrative program called ManyChat, M-A-N-Y-C-H-A-T. I think they probably have a free version or a version that changes depending on how many, how much usage you use. But I use ManyChat, which automates. So if someone comments Patreon, then I can automatically send them a message that says like, hey, this isn't for everybody. Just so you know, it's like me spilling the tea. It's not personal development. It's like my personal diary. Yeah. And it's five bucks a month. Here's a link if you want to check it out. So I can give them more information. Or if you're not going to use an automated system, it gives you the opportunity because most people don't have so many followers. Yeah. That they I was just going to say, I, I, I signed up. I signed up for that and I quit because I said, what are you doing? I'm not Shalene Johnson. I don't have hundreds of people and I'm missing the opportunity to get real personal okay. in the responses and be like, hey, Jeff, not at Jeffrey135, but hey, Jeff, here, I'm just going to send you a DM right now. You know, that made, and then Jeff sees his DM and it's a personalized DM or a yep. voice message. Like that was the difference. And I was like, what am I doing? I'm, yeah. I'm sometimes bigger people tend to give bigger people advice when I'm like, no, you're, you have, I have 1300 on this Instagram account. Uh, I don't you know need- what I see a lot of people doing that. That's, I love that you said that. Cause I agree. Like I think probably 98% of people who are watching yep. us right now don't need a program like that. What they really need to do is have real conversations. And that's why I love tell people what to comment, give them a specific word, like comment the word, talk to me in all caps. That way I, I'll know you've got questions about this. Or comment the word, you know, like whatever. Let's say I'm selling, you know, this tripod. Comment the word tripod and I'll send you some more information. And you can check it out, see if it's right for you. So that way, then you, like you said, now if someone comments that word, I can go and look at their profile. I can know that they're a mom. I can already know like something Mm -hmm. about them and have an honest conversation, not try to talk them into something. Yeah. And I... Like again, Shalene has hundreds of thousands of people. So there's different, like she can't spend her whole day responding to people. But for you and I, if, if we're, we're just starting out or whatever, what do you think of people that are using the voice messages in DMs? Okay. So I, I like it. I, I think it's probably effective. You know, it's really nice to hear someone's voice, right? But if we're going to do that, I would rather you do a video, send them a video where you can put mm. captions on it. And the reason why is because you know, we know statistically speaking, 78%, I think, of people are watching social media on mute. 
Because they're at work. They're like, yeah, they're, <laughs> or they're, they're, they're in a meeting at work. Sleep and they're, you know, they're like on their phone before they go to bed at night or, or the family's watching TV. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. most of us, or you're in a nail salon. You're like, we're, like, we're not just like, it's just us alone. Uh, took over voice, uh, like audio voice recordings is your voice recording. You had to leave the meeting to go listen, but a text message, you could stay in the meeting and be yeah. like, oh. Okay. So that's why I love the personal nature of a voice. Yeah. But I like the idea of voice and face because when I can see your face, I trust you. And then I could put caption. You can send that video directly to someone with captions over it so they can read it and listen to it later if they want. I think the number one reason why people aren't able to like launch their thing or have a successful side hustle or really even scale their business the way that they need to is because they really struggle to know what is my niche. And people think that niche is their industry. Well, like I'm in fitness. That's my niche. No, 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 no. That's an industry. Even if you were to say I'm a personal trainer, well, that's a subcategory of an industry. But your niche is something very specific. It is specifically what you do within that category, within that industry that is unique and nuanced to you. And people are so afraid to do this because they think if I niche down too much, well, then aren't I going to exclude certain customers? I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, you need to niche down. And if you know that too, but you've struggled with it, I want to invite you to do a workshop style training that myself and Brock have created that literally walks you through the questions you need to ask yourself. And we give you enough time to answer those questions so you can fully understand, like really drill it down and get really clear about your niche, who it is you serve, how it is you're different, what makes you unique. This is what's going to take your business, your side hustle, whatever it is to the next level. This workshop is free and it shouldn't be because it's one of the most valuable things that you can walk through. It's one of the most valuable things you can identify. You can attend this training for free right now by going to instaclubhub.com forward slash niche, N-I-C-H-E. Again, that's instaclubhub.com forward slash niche. And do yourself a favor when you're watching this, make sure you have a pen and a piece of paper and no distractions because this is a next level training. Again, instaclubhub.com forward slash niche. Yeah, that's that's really smart. I like that. Okay. I said, don't just be about your thing. Don't post your links. Is there a third? Yeah, the, the third one is you've got to post a lot more frequently. And I I know people don't want to do that, but just do it on your stories. It doesn't always have to be you direct camera. It can be just you showing a product on your countertop, but have some kind of a thing that people love following you because you're going to give them the best insights about like whatever it is, mom stuff or clothing, fashion, interior design, or all the things, but just start getting in the practice because it's going to help you when you start to feel really awkward and slimy about selling something, you'll realize like, wait, no, 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 no. It's the same thing. I'm just explaining what I like about something and I'm being honest about the things that I don't like about it or that might not be right for you. And I'm not selling anything. I'm just explaining this and letting people make a decision yeah. if the offer is right for them. And the last thing I have to say, which is, you know, when you asked, how is it you have weathered the storm, if you will, an email list. So I always say- hey, email list. You show me someone who, if I know the size of your email list, I probably know a lot about your bank account. Really? And yeah. yeah. Even in 2023? Hell yes. 
So listen to that, folks. Shalene's saying, don't ignore the emails, even though we live in a world of TikTok and Instagram. No. If I'm adding 75,000 people to our email list every month, there's going to be a problem. Um, wow. Yeah. And, there and even that many people out there. I mean, what I think, isn't the market super saturated, Shalene? <laughs> Haven't you touched every soul? Don't, doesn't the whole world know who you are and what you're about and bought your product? Uh, absolutely. No, I mean, it just email is where people have asked. Those are people who have raised their hand and said, like, I want to know more. I'm more serious than just somebody who is looking at your social media. I have no control over my audience seeing my content on social. That's great. I've got 800,000 followers or, or not, I think, 775, whatever it is. Who cares? Such a small fraction of that audience is ever going to see my post and mm. has the time to do something about it and actually wants to change their life with it. It's just a swipe, swipe. Maybe if I'm lucky, they give it a tap. So when I can create a freemium, an opt-in, something of value that people are like, hey, I want to get on your email list because I want to learn more about this. I want something deeper. I'm not here for a 15-second lip sync point. I actually want to know how you did that. I want to know what software program you used. I want to know how you wrote that headline. I want to know how do I actually even understand conversions? Like I want to know all of this and I want it to be taught to me by someone who also has ADHD and can really simplify this for me. Well, then you're going to be on my email list. But I have to be constantly adding people to my email list constantly. And I do that with social media. So social media drives to my email list. It has to be constant because people drop off your email list. People use a lot of fake emails. If they don't respond, then it hurts your deliverability. So, you know, like last month alone, we cleaned, you know, I think 200,000 emails off of our list just so that we would have better deliverability. So email is where it's at. And my advice to anyone is slow down on social for just a week to figure out what it is you can create as a freemium or an opt-in that's valuable enough that people are like, I want to be on your email list. You know, so get your website up, create your own email list, your own CRM. You know, this is something they talk about in in the program that, that you sell. And then give people a really valuable free gift in exchange for giving you their email address, whether that's a webinar or a guide, something that relates to your niche. What do, what do you think of the word ebook in today's world? Is ebook still a thing? Like when you see ebook, are you like, uh, I'm not, not, not me personally. No, no. People want something super fast. You need to super fast. Book, want, book says I got to invest a long time book. That's, that's right. what that says to me. Your ADHD. Yeah, I, so I you might, it book. might even, I might even market it something that's an ebook, but I wouldn't call it an ebook. I would call it a guide. Yeah. A guide. That word just hit, fits better for you. Yeah. So, you know, when I look at, we were doing this this morning with team, um, looking at a list of all of our different op- opt-ins and we have hundreds and we were looking at the ones that are performing the best and which, which ones haven't. And it constantly changes yeah. because consumers interest level changes. What they want to figure out right now changes, how quickly, what format they want it delivered in. So you have to be on top of this stuff and it's fun. It's like a sport. When do you know when to pivot? Like when to add a different product? When to... That's a good question. Yeah. Like how have you figured that out? Because what if someone says, Shalene, I thought you were all passionate about this thing and now you're moving on to this thing and now you're moving on to this. How do you do that well? I've had to have people around me who tell me, whoa, simmer down now. Like... (laughs) We haven't even figured this all the way out yet. Because I think when you are one of those people who like everything feels like a great idea, you become your own worst nightmare, right? Like, because you're like, everything seems exciting. You want to jump to the next sparkly thing. 
And so for me, it's been learning to listen to the people around me, people on my team. And we don't move on to a new stream of income until the one that we're working on is we can almost, and you can never set it and forget it completely, but it can almost operate on its own. I can almost step away from it. And I have the team, the infrastructure, the SOPs, the KPIs. I have all of that in process. So that's always improving, but I still have to check back in on it. So we don't add like a new stream of income, a new business center, and and oftentimes even a new product until we're like, okay, does what we have, has it been optimized? Right. You know, always thinking like, oh, I need to create this new thing. No, not really. Sometimes you just have to make what it is that is working, make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that's wisdom there because sometimes people give up too soon. They go, oh, I picked up this basketball, but there's something wrong with it. So I'm going to try this baseball. All oh, the baseball's broken. I got to yeah. try the golf ball. And it's like, dude, maybe you just haven't spent enough hours working at that craft to mm-hmm. really develop it or that product, whatever it is. So let's kind of end on this because you know, I, I, know I want to let you go. You've got amazing content here, amazing ideas, fresh insight. What would you say is something that like excites you? Because you know, marketing sometimes can feel like this, just a dirty world of everybody shilling crap, right? All over mm-hmm. the internet, buy this, buy this. But like, let's say there's someone that is frustrated with their nine to five. They've heard about a digital course. They've heard about digital marketing. They don't really know where to start. Like, what should they go and sell on Amazon and get an affiliate link? And that's the thing. Or I heard Target has an affiliate link. Is that the path forward? Mm-hmm. What would you do in 2023 right now? Shalene, you don't have a background, none of your 20, you can't rely on any of that. What what would you be doing right now to build that, to just start to build that little empire online? I think it depends on all those factors I mentioned earlier. So I personally would be doing my research. I would first ask myself, okay, how much time do I have for this? No, how much time am I willing to create for this? Because no one has time. So how, how much time am I willing to create in my current schedule to do something, whatever it is. All right. So if I'm only willing to spend three hours a week, write that down. All right. How big is my social media following? Is it small, medium, large, mega? How much time do I have runway? Let's say, can, can I invest maybe a year at getting good at something before I make money? Or do I need to make money tomorrow? Like right. if my kids are going to eat, like, cause that changes the game. How much skill do I have? What kind of personality do I have? How much do I have to show up on, on social media? So for example, if we're talking about digital, the making money online, right? So if I have no following, I hate social media. I have no money to start and I've got to make money now. What I would do is figure out what skill I have and I would get on a marketplace like freelancer or Upwork and I would market my skills. I would market my skills to my warm audience. I would call everyone I know and say like, hey, I can organize your Dropbox for you. You just pay me $25 an hour. It'll like make things so much easier. I would market my skills and I don't need a social media following. I don't need any money to start. I'm going to get money immediately. If I've got a longer runway, well, then I can do something that requires me to learn a new skill Mm -hmm. and there might be more earning potential. So it's, it's really like, First, figuring out like your own inventory, your own space for this thing, and then going, okay, now of all these, you know, let's say 15, 20 legitimately great online opportunities, which one is the right fit for me? Don't do something just because everyone's doing it. Don't do something because the girl you know who's, you know, 
pulling it. You think she's really pretty and you love the way she decorates her house and you want to be her. Like, do you have her skills? Do you have her, her time? Are you willing to put in, you know what I mean? Like you got to yeah, be look. honest with yourself. Yeah. You Self-awareness is key. And self-discovery, yeah. self-awareness, like what would I be good at? What's my skill? If a baseball game is nine innings, Shalene, where are we at in this world of online, being able to make money online through digital marketing, <laughs> affiliate marketing? Like is the game near over? Are we almost at it the end? Or it? it just freaking started. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, it's insane. You know, it just, the one thing I wish I could help people understand sooner was that the riskiest thing you could do today is have one stream of income. Like that's wow. whether it's a job or a husband who's got a secure job or, you know, wow. one, one stream is we like COVID taught us that. And, and I'm not saying like, I'm not just talking to entrepreneurs versus people who have a steady job. I'm saying both of those things are one stream. You want to make sure the stream that you're secure with right now, like get it solid and start building another ASAP because Everything right now is volatile in terms of, you know, the job market, the state of the global economy, AI, automation, all of these things are massively changing the workforce. And the people who are slowest to figure that out is my generation, Gen Xers, we're like, and now we're freaking out because we're like, oh my God, I hate social media. Now I got to figure it out. Oh my God, I hate technology. Stop. Tell yourself a better lie. Tell yourself you're good at these things because just the way people used to retire, that just doesn't happen anymore, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think it's so much easier than people realize. So get your kids. If Today, both of my kids are entrepreneurs. Yeah, you, special, but I, I saw say, your son in digital marketing. I was going to ask you, like, what uh-huh. do you think? Do you think men have a disadvantage or an advantage in the digital marketing space? I hope I don't offend anyone. I think they- No, just your honest opinion. The non-canceled Shaleen gets to share what she actually believes like they in. have. I feel like they have the advantage and I could be wrong. Wow. Like the the trust, like, I don't know, like when I used to be a waitress and the guys who were waiters were jerks and they weren't very good. And I'm like, why do they always get better, better tips? Why was was it? It's just like, they're just like you, I don't know what it is. I think there's an same was true in fitness. Like there aren't very many male fitness instructors, but the ones the ones that who are becoming fitness instructors, they, they really like, right. I don't know what it is and I could be wrong, but I, I will say this right now there's, and I, you know, I speak for a lot of big digital marketers and I, first question I always ask them, I'm like, how is your audience shifted? And, um, it used to be all men were their avatars and customers. And now it's like 90% female. Really? So Where have all the men gone? That's a good question. I don't know. They're sports betting and buying crypto. <laughs> no. See, I just see it as an awesome opportunity to disrupt. As just being a guy, I stand out from the pack. I yeah. like I like those odds, you know, but I don't base everything I do just like, well, I'm a guy, hear me roar. Or I'm a woman. You should listen to me. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. People are going to like, like I follow men and women online. You probably do too. And it's yeah. independent as to whether or not they're male or female. It's their thought leader. They say stuff. You believe them. You, you leaned into what I was doing. I'm leaning into you. I'm not a victim because I'm a man or I'm not a no, hero. No, that's, yeah. No. Yeah, I've your- never, like, it's an interesting question, but I would yeah. never, I would never let statistics or even someone's opinion of like whether there's an opportunity because you only, you only need a 1% chance if you're betting on yourself, you know, yeah. like, 
you you want to yeah. be the outlier and and so I, I would never let that stop me and i think fear does stop a lot of people they stay stuck they don't evolve they're afraid to try something new because they have this identity someplace else and they think like will it ever get better like maybe i've peaked I don't know. Are they just like, they're afraid to try something new, but I just believe that something that whatever I'm doing right now is God's way of preparing me for what I'm going to be doing next. And I don't have to worry about what that is because I know it's going to show up and then I'll be like ready for it, but you can't be afraid of it. Yep. I love that. All right. So where can people find you? They've enjoyed this conversation. They're like, I like this girl. I want to learn from her. Where do they go next? On Instagram, I'm at Shalene Johnson. And when you're on YouTube, it's Shalene Johnson. My channel name is Shalene Johnson. The Shalene Show is my weekly podcast. But if you want like business and for your audience, business, marketing, all of the growth on social media, I would say to go to Brock11Johnson underscore. That's where we post up all of our digital marketing content. It's awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the channel. I've really enjoyed the conversation and I just appreciate all the support for the little guys. So thank you. I appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next one. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.